This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Centre with Audrey Raj. Now, late last year, I dropped my phone for the 2,608th time. The screen shattered and I immediately knew there was no salvaging it and I needed a new phone. So I rushed to Wanutama and chose a replacement very quickly. Two months later, I was still complaining about the operating software on the phone. I just hated it. So I ended up buying a new phone in less than three months. So if you're shaking your head at me right now, trust me, I am shaking my head with you. This is so wasteful, not to mention expensive. And this is just a mobile phone we're talking about. What about the latest tech that businesses need? How wasteful and expensive would this be to keep tossing out your old devices just to upgrade your tech to keep up with the trends. If only there was a way for us to have our cake and eat it too. Well, according to our guest today, we may just be able to. Online with me today, I have Te Chai Ping, founder of Complete Human Network that offers the device as a service model or mobility as a service model. And she sees this subscription system as a step towards curbing the detrimental effects of this device purchasing trend. Chai Ping, welcome to Resource Centre. Thank you, Audrey. Thank you very much. Excited to be having this chat with you. Chaiping, I hope you don't judge me about my phone purchasing uh, trend, uh, but it, it is the crux of the issue today, right? You know, we keep seeing the latest gadgets or the latest trends with, you know, better camera phones or I, I don't know, you know, it's like better something on the new models of every phone that comes out. It just feels like there's so much of FOMO when you don't have the latest gadget. Is that a trend that you see happening elsewhere other than in my brain? <laughs> No, um, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Um, in fact, if you look at the usage of mobile devices from the time you wake up uh, until you go to bed, uh, what do you do the first thing when you wake up? And you know, the last thing you do when you go to bed, mobile phones, right? Yeah. So it shapes how we do business, um, how we meet people, how we date. <laughs> how we buy things and how we get services and so on. The scariest thing is, Audrey, mobile devices that does not only limiting to phones, that is tablets, your watches, your laptops, your PCs, and you know, God knows what else is coming. Um, it's going to just continue to go in a very alarming rate as we all go digital. Take a guess, like in the world right now, what what is the number of mobile devices being used globally? Uh, I don't know. What is the world's population? And then maybe give or take minus two billion. So I don't know, five billion. Um. Okay. It was about three point seven billion over a population of seven point nine billion now. Right. Mm. Some five years ago. Five now, years ago. Five years ago. Now, five years on, it's about 6.4 billion. Wow. So what my point here is the growth rate, it's really alarming. It is growing at the rate of about 70 to over 80% growth. Mm. So just think about what is going to be in the next five years. So I think the only thing that you can think about is that there will be proliferation of mobile devices, the number of devices sitting somewhere in your drawers, in your um, 
tables and all that hibernating and it mm. goes to waste and becomes e-waste. So, so maybe Chaiping, you can explain to us what the mobility as a service model or what the device as a service model means. You know, what it entails. What will this subscription experience be like for consumers and how is that going to um, stop us from having all these devices hibernating in our drawers? <laughs> yeah, uh, that is a topic that is very close to my heart. Um, at CHN, we are a uh, device as a service, purpose-built device as a service company addressing exactly these uh, challenges that I've talked about, um, especially in a space where you want to keep up with the technology as what you've just mentioned just now about your personal mm. experience. It can be very expensive and it can be very complex, right? Mm. And more importantly now is that uh, um, when you change phones and just because you want to have the greatest and the latest, your existing phone doesn't necessarily mean that it's spoiled. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just go to waste, sitting, hibernating in your drawer. Right? So we are set up to address all these challenges. Simply put, um, device as a service really um, provide offerings uh, such as smartphones, PCs, uh, other mobile devices as a paid service. Unlike the past, where devices are outright purchased by you know companies or even most of us right now, right? And the device uh, with a device as a service model, the device are paid on a used or consumption. Some mm. call it consumption, some call it usage, some call it subscription. They all mean the same thing, right? Mm. Now, um, you may probably ask me that, hey, this one sounds a little bit like a financial leasing model, you know? Mm, right. yeah? But it is definitely much, much more than that. Uh, as device as a service is actually associated with the device and with the service itself of the device rather than the device themselves. So Chaiping, how will this you know, mobility as a service um, model, and how will this benefit um, consumers as well as businesses? Because I know that you also focus on enterprises, right? So maybe you can talk to us about the benefits and the advantages of the yeah. um, mass uh, model for businesses and consumers. Yeah. Um, I guess um, basically, uh, let me just elaborate a little bit more about the services portion. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I talk about services associating with a device. So buying a device, leasing a device, it's something that it's not very difficult to do. Uh, but device as a service, actually, it's more than that. Um, it takes the mobile devices and pre-configure, customize it with the necessary productivity tool and security. Mm. Uh, I think one of the challenges a lot of people now, it's a little bit skeptical about going into as a service platform. It's probably also associated with security. Definitely. Yeah. Right? So um, that is something that is very key to address. And so we value ads from uh, providing all these services and uh, to make it available to consumer and businesses. Now, in the business environment, it gets a little bit even more interesting. Take, for example, right? Um, today, if you go to a F&B, a restaurant, because of COVID, right, um, a lot of us actually now order food through QR code. Yeah. Okay? And uh, that is something that it's very different kind of usage uh, as compared to students, for example, that is really needing devices, right? Mm. 
the other thing is, um, yeah, probably bankers uh, or tellers in the banking hall, insurance agents, or even logistic delivery guy that at your doorstep, they all will be needing this for a different purpose, but using the same mobile device. Right. Mm. So these are this actually differentiates the usage and therefore requires different kind of services. The, the other thing which is a little bit even more important, which a lot of us loathe doing it, is the hardware devices, hardware services. For example, mm. I, a very simple housekeeping device backup. I, um, we talk about it a lot, but I'm very sure that we don't do as, as regular as what we should be. Right? I'm terrible at this, yes. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> Data migration, all right? Uh, repair. Right? Your your personal incident, the, the case that you mentioned, screen cracks and even you know keyboard not working. There's so many other mm. problems. So mm. these are, um, and also end-of-life disposal, okay? Right. So you see, a, a lot of us know how to buy. We don't really know how to maintain and therefore, uh, the lifespan of the device ends very quickly, in your case, three months. Now, yes. why don't we actually make that available and do the proper housekeeping and make that available to other people? Give it a second and third life, right? Yeah. So this is where device as a service can provide. Sorry, um, you asked a question, the benefits. Subscribing to a device as a service model, what are the benefits? Um, it actually allows, as far as commercial uh, business is concerned, it eases the IT needs uh, of a company, right? Uh, because it's totally now outsourced to a uh, device as a service provider like us that we know what to do with the devices and allowing the business to be able to scale up and scale down of their device as an, on a need basis. Now, that's mm. very important, yeah? Because... Um, as you can clearly see during the pandemic, businesses are slowed down for a period of time. So they, they may not need that many workers. So therefore, they need to be able to scale down. As the business come back on, because it's open now, you need to hire a lot more scope. That up and down uh, uh, requirement, it's not necessarily easy to meet for a business. So that mm. flexibility is something that does device as a service is able to cater for. And that will help in in some cases, yeah, Audrey, help to save more than fifty percent of costs. Mm. You see, but that was where I was going. I wanted to know more about the costs. Yeah, that's encouraging. Device maintaining all the maintenance and the repairs, and also having to upkeep the fleet of devices, maintaining a team of people to maintain it. Uh, they can be very cost heavy. The other benefits I wanted to get at, it helps business to better manage the cash flow. And, and because of the, the model, it actually moving from a capital expenditure model, uh, that is outright purchase, to a operating expense model, to an OPEX model. Hmm. Now, this is a very important mindset change, yeah, Audrey? Um, i give you an example. My dad, he doesn't believe in renting or leasing or higher purchase. Everything must buy outright. Yeah. Pay for it one lump sum. That's right. It's like, hey, you know, why do you do that? Is it because you don't have money? Yeah? It's okay. Mm. You know, we're not poor. No, that is not really the case. It's a mindset, right? Yes. It's a mindset yes. change. And this is what it's uh, 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 something that I, I like to take this platform to be able to share with the public 
that the mindset has to be different now. Uh, with device as a service, business no longer need to fork out huge upfront investment, even though you may be a very cash-rich company. Mm. Even mm. though. But there is no need to do that um, because you now have another alternative, which is device as a service. Um, because if you were to buy device as an upfront investment, but think about that, right? You need to stretch the usage as long as you need. Right? My dad always says this, huh, this thing, um, we paid uh, 4000 over ringgit. We have to use it for the next 20 years. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, Audrey. In these days and age, in the technology world, anything more than five years is like... Oh, it's what? a big deal already. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. It is time for us to take a quick break for some messages. But when we come back, we talk about some of the potential roadblocks we could face when we get into the mobility as a service model or device as a service model. All that and more happening on Resource Centre. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Balanced Frank Medium, BFM 89.9. You are listening to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. Online with me today, I have Tay Chai Ping, founder of Complete Human Network, or CHN, a mobility as a service company. Uh, Chai Ping here envisions a future where consumers will opt out of purchasing mobile devices entirely and instead adopt a new model of ownership, the subscription model. Now, Chai Ping, before the break, you were talking to us about the benefits of the devices as a, as a service uh, model, right? But are there any roadblocks that we could potentially face? You know, I mean, there's always a downside. There's always a disadvantage. There's always two sides to a coin, right? So can we talk about the um, disadvantages of the mobility as a service model, the device as a service model? Yeah, I, I think I, I touched a little bit on that just now. It's, um, it's a mindset change. Mm -hmm. That requires a lot of people to think um, this way instead of uh, owning it. Uh, that's number one. Number two is that it's, it's a behavioral type of challenges. Um, it's just anything else in the world. When you subscribe something, you have to pay on a regular basis. If And when you fail doing so, that becomes a challenge to the whole ecosystem. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that is something that uh, can be a potential uh, challenge. However, we have actually figured a way out of that. Mm. Um, that is the reason that now we are able to provide that not only to the enterprise, we are now also providing it to the SMEs especially and also consumer. Um, the last one that I can think of in terms of roadblock is the availability of it. Uh, mm. and accessibility of these services. Today, um, these are the services required by pretty much all walks of life from the very small ones, uh, individual and also SMEs all the way to enterprises. So one of the things that is very important key to us is that uh, we're going to make that available throughout the whole uh, nationwide country uh, in terms of service centre so that people is able to access and uh, just like you go to any reliable convenience stores, you know that you will go there and you will see something like that and it's consistent. You will get that level of service. And that is something that, um, yeah, uh, that is potentially uh, something that we are working on. Yeah. Hmm. 
So Chaiping, how large of a role does local infrastructure play in making the mobility as a service um, model widely available? You know, because you want to make sure that it is at every possible touch point uh, for the consumers, you know, for yeah. businesses. Uh, what role does local infrastructure play in, in making that happen? So um, this is interesting because if you think about this as not just a linear type of uh, make, break, and, and toss, right? I call mm. this. Um, mm. It becomes a economy by itself. I, some call mm. it circular economy. I call this just another alternative economy that has its own ecosystem, right? So you have someone to provide and you have a supplier, right, of that. And the supplier now is not necessarily from the device manufacturer already, right? It can mm. be from the consumer or the businesses, right? And you also have people who now have to think about how to distribute and going to the touch point and making this available. Uh, of course, then you also have the financing uh, partner that think about how to make this affordable to the large audience. I think that is very important here is the training availability. Right? Mm. Uh, for people to be able to know how to make this work, uh, how to repair how to provide, uh, how to deploy these services. This is one of the other things that is, uh, I think today we need to work a little bit more from a uh, country perspective, making available of the skill set, uh, training people to be able to do this job is something very, very important. Uh, mm. We are in the midst of coming out with a collaboration, which I am not convenient to reveal as yet, uh, with um, an entity to make this kind of training available at large uh, to the consumer. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be a very, very interesting um, journey ahead. Right. Now, I also understand, uh, Chai Ping, when I, I did a bit of digging, that the mobility as a service model can improve everyday sectors, even things like education and F&B as well. Can you elaborate on that? Because I, I, I think it's best heard from the horse's mouth. So, you know, can you talk to us about how it will improve your everyday sectors, your essential sectors, like even education and, and F&B? Oh, yes. I uh, love talking about that. Um, we have been very um, successful in the enterprise space. Uh, in fact, we even won many awards uh, and recognition uh, as a mobility as a service provider in the region, uh, Audrey, uh, we are very fortunate of, of the uh, recognition. Now, what we are also uh, realizing is that even the more important sectors that will benefit the most is SME sectors, mm. right? Uh, for example, I give you a use success successful use case that we have done in um, FMCG space, uh, where people actually do. Distribution, right? People actually, uh, you know, buy a lot of, uh, you know, products and want to distribute nationwide to uh, coffee uh, coffee shops or even speed marts and stuff like that. Now, for them to be able to do that if effectively, they need to have a mobile device to be able to lock orders, take stocks or check the availability of the stock and stuff like that. Now, for them to be able to do that, that is going to cost them a lot of capital out there. By adopting devices as a service, it will actually help them uh, to be able to do their business at the same time, not having to put in a lot of investment uh, upfront. Now, you talk about education sector. That is even more interesting. With the current pandemic situation, 
most of the people are forced to learn or online learning at home. So having a mobile device is no longer just a nice to have. It's a must have, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, but they are students, right? It doesn't mean that they deserve less by having to look for a very cheap mobile device, right? So a lot of people, when they are not able to afford certain things, they resort to something cheap. Hmm. But Audrey, that is not the kind of thinking that we're talking about. We are not going for cheap stuff. We are looking, we are going for a change of a consumption model. You are, you can still go for the best of the best in the industry. You just don't have to buy outright. Instead, you subscribe this as a service, right? Just like what the students are doing, the lecturers, uh, the academician, right? And I tell you, Audrey, even the government is realizing that, hmm. right? And they are implementing in many other projects that this it, using this kind of model. I mean, if it makes business sense. Oh, yes. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And I tell you, I like this kind of model because it benefits the users. It benefits the supplier and the provider like us. And it, it makes it much more predictable. I'll give you another example of late uh, because of the pandemic. Everybody rushed to buying. It, it, there is like, a, you know, PC laptops, the buying frenzy out there. Right? Mm, because of the tax rebate as well. <laughs> yes, that's right. So, and what happened? That drives the supply up and the shortage of the chipset and all that. And as a result, there is a shortage of supply. Everybody is saying that, oh, I cannot get my PCs. I cannot get my laptops. It doesn't mean, it doesn't matter what brand, everyone is having that challenge. Why do we have to do that? With device as a service, you don't have to be in that kind of situation. Right? In that sense, mm, yeah. device as a service is one of the best solutions to addressing this issue. Mm. Yeah. Um, just before I let you go, Chaiping, one last question, and it's about e-waste. You know, how will the mobility as a service model help with reducing tech waste and e-waste? So um, if you think about um, uh, technology um, type of devices, uh, most of the time you are talking about uh, they are made up of many parts. Uh, there is a battery, there is a motherboard, there is a chipset and many other things. So if you put them together and even if you're short of one part, you won't be able to produce. Yep. And that's because of that, that, that actually lead to the current supply shortage kind of uh, uh, challenge. Now, um, what is happening right now is that um, what should have been, and in fact, this is what uh, we advocate that quite a fair bit in terms of devices and services, that if you are able to properly uh, come into a system that is what we design, devices and service, you use that device for a period of three years right, or two, and then you will probably hand it over to us for people like us who is expert in this area to manage, repair or repurpose or refurbish it, and then have it to, uh, to, to another industry or another user, or even have it to send it to a third world country for them to use it for a different purpose. So mm -hmm. you give this a second or third life, as I mentioned, and that will greatly reduce the obsolescence and therefore e-waste. Until the end of the life of the usage life, then the components will then be compartmentalized and will be taken off for a 
production of a new phone or new device. So nothing goes to waste in the entire system. Right? This is what device as a service is all about. Excellent. Uh, Chai Ping, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Uh, where can we find more information about Complete Human Network and your enterprise mobility as a service offerings? Yeah, um, well, we are, uh, in fact, uh, recently we've just launched uh, SME in the box and student in the box as well. You can find us in uh, our Facebook and also LinkedIn. Just type in Complete Human Network, you'll be able to find us. Right and um, yeah, we we are all about device as a service. We believe in that, um, and we feel that uh, with the escalating product costs and also the talent uh, and uh, shortage of supplies and all that, it really shops for a better alternative model. And device as a service, it's definitely going to be the model of uh, in the very near future. Right, and right. this is why. We do what we do, Audrey. Right. Thank you so much for that, Chai Ping. I've been speaking with Tay Chai Ping, founder of Complete Human Network. If you missed out on any part of this show, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the BFM app, available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. Till next week, this is Audrey Raj for Resource Centre. Thank you for tuning in. BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.